Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Starting this morning with something we've talked about many, many, many times on the program, both the legal form, which you can buy over the counter in this country, and the one that is still technically illegal here, unless you can get a special license from the government. I speak, of course, of medicinal cannabis. And Alicia Maher joins me. Alicia, you've flown home from, you're from Cork, flown home, though, from where you live in Spain to be at the Dáil today or at the Department of Health for a protest. Good morning. Good morning, PJ. How are you? Good, good, good. Now, first of all, you I read your your story this morning. You have had an incredible bad run of luck with your health, which leaves you in in chronic pain. Yeah, exactly. I've been in chronic pain now since two thousand and six. Right. Um it just followed a bad series of complications after surgery. Um yeah, that's how long I've had it now. Right. And you moved to Alicante in 2019 purely because you can access medicinal cannabis there is that right exactly so my doctor in cork and my pain consultant they can actually prescribe cannabis for my chronic pain in ireland but when i got the ministerial license and went to get the prescription i found out that it wasn't covered on the medical card and they said that it costs over a thousand euro per month um to get it here in ireland yeah. Now, my previous prescription, when I was taking all the painkillers, because at one stage I was taking 900 painkillers a month, that was all covered on the medical card. But just as soon as I switched to cannabis, it wasn't covered anymore. And Alicia, is it the CBD or the THC that you need to take? It's the THC that I'm prescribed. So it's in the bud form um, and I grind it up and I vape it and it's 20% THC that works for, the, for the pain. I see, because I know that in Spain you can get much stronger CBD, for example, than you can get here in Ireland, but you, you still need the THC element. Yeah, I need the THC. So the price of it in Spain, it's 200 a month Okay. Um, as opposed to 1,000 a month here. Wow. That's, 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 that's a crazy difference. So you've flown home to join this demonstration at the department today. Yeah, so it's outside the Department of Health. So the demonstration is organised by Patients for Safe Access Ireland. So we're just calling on the government to increase access to medical cannabis for people that need it. Um, at the moment, it's a consultant-led programme, yeah. um, which means that people are waiting on waiting lists for years and we want it to be GP-led. Um, so... We want it to be GP-led, increased access for conditions such as chronic pain and other conditions where there's evidence. Um, They also need to broaden the range of products that are available because currently under the Medical Cannabis Access Programme, it's just CBD products. Yes. um, Which which wouldn't work for me, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, And also, just compare and contrast, like when you need your your medication there in Spain... How do you go about it? Do you just get a new prescription from the doctor? Is that it? 
yep, I just get a prescription from the doctor and they send it down to me and they post it down every month. Okay. Okay. So you, you, so you, don't, really even have, you don't even have to go to a, to a pharmacy, no? No, you don't have to. No, they accepted because I got stuck there during COVID. They accepted my doctor's prescription from Ireland. Um, it was just on a compassionate basis, but okay. they they know that the cannabis works for me. Yeah. Oh, so you're getting it on your Irish prescription? What? Yeah. Well, technically, it's not. They're not supposed to accept it, but they did because of did. the situation when yeah, in, when COVID came. Yeah. I see. I see. And it cost you what two hundred. 200 a month over there. 200 a month, yeah. Okay. yeah. okay. And the difference between not having it and having it, explain day to day. I mean, it, it was a series of unfortunate events, one after the other. Go into as much or as little detail as, as you wish, but like you said, it's left you in, in chronic pain. So what happened was I initially only went to have my tonsils removed um, when I was 17. And I had really bad complications, which left me with a colostomy bag on my stomach. Now, that was supposed to be removed five years afterwards. And I went in to have all the tests done and they found that I had precancerous cells in my rectum, which meant that I couldn't have the surgery then to reverse the bag. So after that surgery, the bag became permanent. But I contracted MRSA and also my coccyx bone was broken in the process. So I have nerve pain. I have pain from the broken coccyx bone. And without cannabis, the difference is just, it's incredible. So I was taking 900 tablets a month and I could not function at all. Just and, all and different what kind of things were you taking, Alicia? I was taking Tramadol, Amitriptyline, Lyrica, Pelexia. So it was like 10 tablets, three times a day. Um, I also had to wear patches on my leg for the pain, for the sciatica, and I had procedures on my back every four months. If, now, you, don't my, if you don't mind my saying so, and yeah. I don't wish to speak out of turn here, but taking all those tablets, you must have been like a zombie half the time. Oh, I was. I couldn't function at all. Like, for the best part of two years, I lived on the couch. I couldn't even, there was no point in leaving the house, because after I took ten tablets, within half an hour, I'd get sleepy again. So I was just sleeping my life away on the tablets, to be honest. And the difference between taking all of those then and, and take... Remind me again, you vape the THC. I vape the THC, uh, so it's heated in a, in a... It's like an electronic device. Yeah. And you just inhale it. And yeah. you carry it with you and you use it as you need it, correct? Exactly. So I'd use it every two two to three hours, really. Right, right. And, and the difference it's in replaced life, all the medication. Oh, completely different. I, I can exercise now and I can go out and do all the things that I haven't done. I no longer take any pain medication. I haven't been to the hospital since 2019. I haven't had a single procedure on my back. It works so brilliantly and I don't have any side effects from the cannabis that I did have from the medication. It just gently eases the pain um, and I, I need very little of it as well. Yeah, you just need enough. Yeah. yeah, exactly. May, may, may I inquire as to what age you are, Alicia? I'm 37 now. You're a very young woman. You, you deserve to be able to live pain-free with, with, with such, a, such an effective drug like that. Now, yeah. you can get it here, but you can't afford it here. And that's what this campaign's about. That's what it's about. Um, not just that, it's just so it's so difficult to get it for other conditions such as chronic pain. There's a huge reluctance on the part of consultants to prescribe it at the moment. And we, we'd like 
increased education for the doctors as well because they don't actually study it. You know, they don't study cannabis for medical use. So There's we're just trying to raise short awareness list, there? There's also a very, very short list of when it can be prescribed for. There are. There's only three very limited circumstances. So if you have intractable epilepsy and you've tried five different medications, if you've nausea and vomiting associated with chemotherapy, or if you have spasticity associated with MS. So for people that have chronic pain associated with MS, they can't get it if they don't have spasticity. And so how, we're just trying to bring awareness to all those issues. How did you qualify? Um, I qualified not under the Medical Cannabis Access Programme. My doctor has a special ministerial licence. I see, I see. So, because yeah. we were just so there's two programs to, at the moment. Yeah, because you, you, your, your, your ailment, as it were, doesn't come under the three headings, but you were able to get a special license, correct? Exactly. So there's two programs. The first one with the three conditions is called the Medical Cannabis Access Program. And the way that I went down it is a ministerial license. So people can get it for chronic pain under the ministerial license, but they have to pay in full for it. I see. That explains it and explains it really well. Because I was just a little confused uh, reading about it. Um, So a thousand euro a month, that's unsustainable. And, and it's oh, not it's, it's not covered under the it's not covered under the treatment scheme. So, like, if I I have a few bits and pieces I take per month. If I go over a hundred and something euro, the rest is free. It's not covered that way either. It's not covered under the drugs payment scheme either. No, so that's ridiculous. So, yeah, so that's what we're trying to change. We're trying to get chronic pain moved on to the medical cannabis access program so that it'll be covered um, just like it is for all the people on the program at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Instead of having two separate programs running at the same time and one of them just doesn't work at all, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I assume you have a supply with you that you can keep yourself going. I do. My mom had to get it illegally for me off the street. and um, I mean, it's just ridiculous when I have a prescription, you know? So yeah. you couldn't bring it home with you? No. Um, I can't bring it from Spain to Ireland. <sighs> That's even ridiculous, like. It is. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. It's being legally but that's what people are doing. to you in Spain. And you cannot yeah. bring it over here to use while you're visiting for a number of days. No. And I just have to go and buy it off the streets, just like many, many people are doing now to treat their chronic pain, you know, and it's just not safe. You don't know what's in it. Um, That's the reason we moved to Spain in the first place, because I tried it and sometimes the cannabis was fine. And other times you could tell by looking at it that it wasn't right at all. And my husband was saying, Aisha, it's not safe to keep buying it from dealers on the street. Like we're going to have to go somewhere where you can get it dispensed properly. Um. This, this is, I don't surprise easily, Alicia, but you've just surprised me. So that to come home to Cork for a couple of days so you can take part in this event, you've had to source cannabis on the street because you cannot bring your legally prescribed cannabis home with you. That's right. That's exactly it. It's absolutely ridiculous. You couldn't make that up. No, no. And it's dangerous. It's dangerous for people. That's why we don't want people to be using street cannabis. We want them to be able to legally get it through their doctors. And there's just such a reluctance to prescribe. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have taken, and in the wintertime, we'll continue to take 
CBD, but thankfully what I have, which is osteoarthritis, responds very well to CBD. But, but I can't yeah. imagine what it must be like to try to get something that you know will work, but you can't get it. Yeah, it's so frustrating coming back. And then you don't even know who you buy it off half the time, you know? Okay. Are you hoping that Stephen Donnelly will come and meet your group today? Is there any hope at all that he will? How, I mean, do we, do we know how, he, how disposed he is towards, towards changing this? Well, I've been contacting him personally since 2019 when I moved to Spain, telling him that I wanted to move back home, that I have the prescription, I just need a cover by the medical card. Every single email that I received back, none of them were personalised in any way. Not that I want a personal email, but it's copied and pasted from the government website. No acknowledgement of having to live in Spain, leave my family, nothing like that. Just a copied and pasted message every single time. Yeah. And and going to, you know, look, I mean, I, all, I always talk about in the fullness of time, when the mortgage is paid and all that, spending a lot of more time in, in, in Spain, it's kind of my happy place. But you don't, you're, li- yeah. you're, you're living there because you have to, not because you want to. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't have the freedom to come over and back all the time um, either, you know. I know. I know. It, it's heartbreaking. Like, you, you must miss family badly and... That. Yeah, that's it, really. I've loads of nieces and nephews, and like I didn't see them for two years at one stage, and they're completely different people. Like, and it's so they're all under the age of ter- thirteen, so it's hard for them to understand why yeah. I can't be in Ireland. Missing life events like communions and confirmations and birthdays, and everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know. I know. So good luck today. You're on. You're on a train. I, I know, and that's great that the signals held up so long. You, you're on a train. I, they expect quite a big turnout. It's crazy. You can get it quite legally, but you can't afford it. And at the stroke of a pen, the minister could make it affordable for you. Exactly. That's all it takes. It seems like an administrative thing at the moment, but there's no moving on them. So that's why we're going to be there today. All right. Okay. Look after yourself. Stay safe. Thanks a million Take for the care. interview. I, I, w- I wish you a pain-free visit. Oh, thanks so much. Thanks a million. Cheers, Alicia. Oh eight one eight ninety six, ninety six ninety six. I did a little bit of very personal research while I was on holidays because of this damned arthritis that I have. It, it responds very well to CBD, very well. Uh, but the the problem is that the stuff I can get here is it's it's it's. A drop of the bucket compared to what you can get in Spain. All quite legal. But I hate to be in her position. She lives a normal life with THC. Normal life. And she can get it here. They'll prescribe it to her. Her pain consultant will give it to her. But the government will want her to pay a thousand euro a month for it. I don't know. And I know we've had the discussion over the years. Should we just legalise cannabis anyway? And would solve all these problems. And that's a separate argument, and there's for and against it. But the idea that you can be prescribed something that will work, your pain consultant knows it'll work, and she's living proof that it works. And she's living in Spain because it's the only way she can get it affordably. Courts 96 FM. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. 
Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 